bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And uh, it's misogynist of the week. <sighs> I feel it's a, such a relief for me every week. I mean, it's an important uh, service we're providing. You know what? It's because like the Tuesday podcast, it's always like very cerebral, you know, a lot of heavy things and assessing them. And like this is heavy. Th- this is heavy too in some ways but it's also kind of us just shitting on misogynists so there's like we needed that a little bit of lightness to it so that's just like a relief to get to this podcast every week there is a release valve aspect yeah and you're hearing it on a friday so that should provide a lot of catharsis as well prep you for the weekend (laughs) word Uh, all right so our misogynists this week are canadian political cartoonists and if you're like what the fuck Listen, last week in our Massages of the Week podcast, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to it ASAP. Uh, we touched briefly uh, about the situation happening in Canadian politics with former cabinet mis- minister Jody Wilson-Raybould and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, a.k.a. the SNC-Lavalin affair. Uh, so we briefly discussed how uh, the Prime Minister's office was trying to attack Jody Rayson wilbold's character by calling her difficult and narcissistic. And, well, as the situation has gotten worse this week... I mean, we recorded before she had even resigned. It's true. So it's true. The situation been a lot of developments. Escalated. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that right now. I'm sure we'll get many opportunities to revisit this saga. It will 100% come up in the future. It better. Uh, we want to talk about one little subset of this situation, and that is the political cartoons. So, over the weekend... Um, at least three different political cartoons were published in Canadian media that depicted Jody Race and Wilson Raybould and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in various situations. Two of them depicted them in boxing rings um, with Justin Trudeau basically beating up on Jody R- Wilson Raybould. And the third one depicted, well, basically Justin Trudeau kind of like muzzling. Uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, with a, a handkerchief. And uh, of course, of course, there was a well-deserved backlash. Um, first, I just want to say, guys, way to have original ideas. Like, did you have a teleconference to organize really? what you were going to be doing? Like, like Isn't I, it embarrassing to show up wearing the same thing as like, your colleagues? Yeah. Yeah, like you don't want to go to a wedding wearing the same dress as someone else. Like that is literally the nightmare. And that's why, you know, some going to like the Oscars and like there's exclusivity in dresses and it's a big deal. So like I can't imagine like having the same political cartoon as someone. How, uh, how did they share the same misogynistic mind? Right. I mean, I mean, she has a real lack of creativity for two supposed artists or three, frankly, because the muzzling thing runs across all three. Yes. Um, Second, uh, one story about this situation said that people were upset that Jody Wilson-Raybould was depicted with her being gagged and in the instance of at least one of the cartoons with her hands tied behind her back. 
because um, that's the problem that she was gagged and that like it just wasn't going to be a fair fight between her and Trudeau. Come on. Like there are many, many issues with this story, um, the situation. Um, and so one of the artists, Michael the Adder with the Chronicle Herald, um, this isn't the first time he's depicted Jody Wilson-Raybould, maybe other women also, um, being assaulted or by or facing some sort of misogyny from Justin Trudeau. Uh, but in fairness, facing the backlash, he did apologize in a tweet. And he said, quote, my cartoon did not intend to upset people. It was not intended to offend women, make light of domestic violence or trivialize indigenous issues. I'm human. I make mistakes. I will strive to do better. I will not depict women in violent situations going forward. To be clear, he also did speak to the media the day before and said it couldn't be more pro Jody Wilson-Raybould. These are politicians. They're not like sunflowers. They went into office. They knew what they were in for. So really changed his tune within 24 hours. I wonder what happened, uh, you know, internally. Maybe it was my Instagram story. But (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could take credit. No. (laughs) But yeah, like there's just a number of issues. So one, it's just like the fact that, you know, Wilson Raybould is depicted virtually like defenseless in these situations. Mm -hmm. Two, the, the idea of like assaulting a woman Three, the fact that she actually is indigenous and the issue of missing and murdered indigenous women and girls in Canada is a huge, huge problem that this government promised that they would seriously look into. And that has just been lip service. And like, I got a four. Go. Four. These cartoons like were tweeted out on February 14th which is a day the hundreds marched in honor of missing and murdered indigenous Mm -hmm. women. Are Mm. you fucking kidding me right now? Like that's how clueless and out of touch you are. And to think that this went through editors and to think that people like, I remember hearing a complaint about, or, or hearing some story about how political cartoons are on the decline, but these guys still have jobs. How is that even possible? Also, I mean, it's not really pro her at all to say that how she was muzzled because so I feel like that's weird. a really ignorant take of this whole situation. Like, yes, the solicitor client privilege thing has her quote-unquote muzzle but she's also like she resigned in the most badass fashion she has hired a former supreme court fucking justice to represent her in dealing with this solicitor client privilege thing and she like fucked over trudeau so hard because within minutes of him saying oh yeah we're on the same page she and i see eye to eye she goes and resigns like frankly the power is with her she has so much agency in this situation and yet the cartoons seem to like completely strip her of that and just show that she is just being like manipulated no she pulled the rug out from under fucking Justin Trudeau draw that fucking cartoon Mm -hmm. I stand I stand that she boss bitched her away to like (laughs) to to I don't know I feel like like she's she's like I yeah what did I say I am in awe of this she fucked him over in such uh I hate to say it was just done so professionally without her saying a word mm-hmm. just by um, a set of actions. Mm-hmm. And she didn't 
have to do anything but react without saying anything because he opened his fucking mouth and decided that he was going to tell us what she wanted. Listen, we're going to get what into this. What she wanted, by the way. We're okay. going to get into this like when we actually talk about the situation, but she keeps reacting and he like Trudeau's trying to drive the conversation and the narrative about the situation not recognizing that the more he talks the more problems he gets himself into yeah because he's talking he's doing what Trudeau does and Trudeau talks over (laughs) women he takes up space for women when he ends up on panels for women that bothers me I remember watching in gender equity week her him taking up most of the space on that Twitter video that they did in that funky ass mold lo- moldy looking building <laughs> like what basically a typical government building and it was this dim lit um weird awkward uh gender equity week uh promo and I swear to God, it was two minutes long. She maybe talked for 20 seconds and he just fucking took over because that's what he does. He mm-hmm. takes space allotted to women and he takes it as though he is building women up. No, he is stripping them of their agency. And I just want to say that on this podcast, we have talked about this multiple times when it wasn't cool to talk about Trudeau like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so bringing it back to like the political cartoons, <laughs> like, like yeah. these these pictures, like these cartoons, aren't even an accurate depiction of the situation. No, because they stripped her of any sort of power that she had. That's mm-hmm. why it is not it is not putting her in a good light. It's not it's it's not elevating her. You've stripped her of her even federally mandated power. Like, you've made her into a victim, and that's what I don't like. And this is a woman who is way more than a victim. We just talked about how she totally tur- changed the, turned the tables. You know what would have been a good, why don't they have a cartoon of her turning the tables on Trudeau? That's a cartoon. But no, they all depicted her gagged some of them bound some of it after like one of the the cartoons was in a boxing ring two of them were or two of them were and it looked like he just knocked her out one was yeah she how the fuck what what how is that even possible i would like to know the hamilton specter especially and the chronicle herald how the fuck that how how that passes well i mean for acceptable what they'll say is it's exaggerated and it's it's a it's a cartoon it's satire and so it's satire first of all it's not original political opponents being depicted in a political cartoon in a boxing ring is like literally the least original idea for political cartoon satirization it is like the it's lowest lazy hang- it's super lazy oh they're in a boxing ring shocker i'm sure you could find tons of boxing ring political cartoons the difference here is the the representation has di- multiple meanings because of who she is and you can't hide behind humor to disassociate their very lived reality of indigenous women in this country regardless of status 
status and regard and whatever else and what that yeah. symbolizes because her election and her being the AG had significant symbolic um, and very real meaning and whether or not you know you're pro pro the state or pro the colonial state and whether or not there's criticisms of what it means for someone who is aboriginal taking space there and how much agency they could there's a more nuanced conversation about that but this is a aboriginal woman elected and taking the seat of ag uh, which is like a very historic moment and has all sorts of ramifications and you're using the oldest trope in the world that she's being beaten by a white man um, while that is still a very live issue that's being dealt with every day and including on that day that was being marked um, by indigenous women across the country mm-hmm. and using that to say that uh, to, to say that it's uh, a political commentary on how she was treated, I think really misses what like misses the point. And to hide behind humor, I think, is just the like extremely lazy. It is. It is extremely lazy. And punching down is not funny. No, it is. And absolutely not. one could say, well, he's not punching down because she's the AG. But the way they depicted her strips her of that title yeah well because she was she was bound and gagged so like therefore i didn't didn't see like a gavel in her hand yeah therefore indicate that she's an ag therefore they were they were depicting her as like she was defenseless yes couldn't couldn't defend herself against any sort of attacks exactly and that's where that's another level of the misogyny Yeah. yeah It was it was gross. It was gross. And to see one of them retweeted or or shared, not even retweeted, but actually like Jason Kenny had to literally save this onto <laughs> his phone and then re-upload it into a tweet. And not in any of that time frame did he think, you know what, this may not be such a good idea. Because when I remember when I was federal minister, hmm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was there... he immigration minister at one point too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was Kenny. Um, yeah. Okay, so he it's especially been a long life. we've seen some shit. I, yeah, I forget. He's should worn a know lot of better. Hats. He should know better. But he's okay with 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 spreading that misogyny and saying that's okay. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so earlier, um, before these most this most recent round of cartoons came out, there was one earlier um, with Trudeau, Justin, uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, and um, someone from China, again, similarly depicting Wilson-Raybould as weak and muzzled and that she can't say anything. Um, that was another de-adder one. Um, and then there was one from, I guess, the Ontario election, uh, depicting not even a photo of Ka- a, a, a picture of Kathleen Wynne, but it was like a button that was like in liberal colors. It said Kathleen Wynne, some broken glasses, presumably Kathleen Wynne's glasses, and some like teeth, like bloody teeth. Which like, okay. Oh. I just feel like, I also like, for some reason, these male artists seem to really, like men artists seem to really gravitate towards violence as an expression of politics and that there is obviously like we could talk a bit more about why that is but I think that's really interesting because I don't know that that would be my go-to um analogy for like like visually depicting political struggle may not be as like 
plainly physical hand-to-hand combative violence like it is very at a very old school masculine if not toxic masculine way of depicting political opposition well yeah i was just gonna say like do you think it's because like it's just so like hyper masculine that you know in order to i don't know be a leader slash be a politician you have to be so strong and the only way we can visually depict this idea of strong is through physical violence well maybe that yeah and and also just like a uh a way of like their way of conceptualizing the world is to default to that their own like kind of base or understanding of of what it means to kind of get what you want or get ahead or what it is to compete or that politics is zero sum in the way that a you know one-on-one boxing match would be you know so why are political cartoons just like so always sexist, misogynistic, um, racist? Like, is it because they're just like relying on these old tropes and they just like, like, have you ever seen a political cartoon in which a woman is depicted not in some sort of trope and is always, is it depicted No, they're negatively? usually, they're usually bad. Yes, but that's only because the cartoonist was not a white male. Mm. Mm interesting so i think that for white men in particular uh toxic masculinity is just um expressed in a way that is very i i think that if you are in a certain class it's very polite right so this this is kind of polite society toxic masculinity um i don't and these types of cartoons, these types of ways of depicting women, I only see that from them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're the only ones that do it, but overwhelmingly, it is from them. But also, like, they all draw the same. The aesthetic mm. is the same. Like, we allow, co- like, for some reason, like, editor- like editorial cartoons have look the same no matter what paper they're in like i want the person who does like the buzzfeed comics section to yeah. like do political yeah, 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 like yeah. like i want a different aesthetic like what the fuck like they all literally like the the styling like the rendering yes. is exactly identical in yes. terms of style like i couldn't tell apart the aesthetic of whatever the adler and like mckay like they look the same to me um, I didn't even know there were two different ones until yeah, I, and even like, the other one, Danto or whatever, yeah. looks very much similar. Um, and how it's depicted, colored, and like just like the lines and curvature and everything, yes. like yeah. and and also the captions are never anything good. Like they're not witty in any way. They're very like, frankly, I think they're kind of crude. Um, so that they that people are like, and I mean tripping over themselves to say like we we can't censor these people like no one's talking about censoring them per se but like can we expect a little bit better from people who are supposed to be like providing editorial commentary through art because like if this is what passes for art or commentary that's like a very low bar and i don't want to waste my breath protecting their right to publish just garbage like can we expect a little bit better like i can think of a number of like internet meme cartoonists who are <laughs> yes, much better at yes, satirizing and like yes, drawing and like presenting yes, like real art yep. than these pieces yeah, of shit yeah do you think that that is part of the problem with establishment media is that they're still playing by these sort of 
of established aesthetics. Oh, that for have sure. Yeah, they don't want to branch out. And what I want to yeah. know is, like, are these the only people still getting paid on newspaper staff? Well, that's my question. That's my right? question. Yeah, out of all the <laughs> internet art that you have seen, all the memes, all of the clever sayings, all of the everything that we have been accustomed to all this time you're telling me that you can't find somebody better on instagram to do this because it's true i see i'm i'm with you this has not changed this is the same thing i saw as the kid as a kid yeah and the way we're talking about media especially in this every country, newspaper in the country also looks the same it always looks look the identical. same even their fucking websites look yeah. the same and they're all terrible well and they're all owned by post media but like no i mean it's just wild like there's like no diversity of opinion no diversity of art no, uh no diversity in the comment in, in the commentary or the news coverage um and we're supposed to like go out of our way to defend the freedom of of expression of these cartoonists or over, this industry or this industry over what to protect their mediocrity why, why, why can't the fuck industry... out of here i mean they're white males i mean well yeah i really regret <laughs> not having bought that t-shirt i i'm like i'm but but you do like that pin don't you hire black women yeah that's... <laughs> here for it still have mine (laughs) so like i this brings up another point with the media industry in canada the news media industry that again they don't want to branch out they just want to get our tax dollars to prop up their dying industry they don't want to figure out their own industry they don't want to do things any differently yet we're supposed to feel for that we're supposed to be scared that democracy is dying because the lazy canadian media establishment can't be diverse can't change can't evolve Mm -hmm. into the media as it is not the way they want it to be And that is my problem. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't have to pay for that. If Globe and Mail wants me to pay for their story, maybe they should maybe they should write better stories. Because I read that 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 their break on the the SNC Lavalin story, it was poorly written. It was it was Yeah, it was a great scoop but super inaccessible. And I'm like I'm like how how is how is Robert Fife overseeing this trash? I mean, he wrote it. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know what his writing has become. Well, there was no one to edit him, so it's a real struggle. Oh. Ooh. Pin, pin. <laughs> <sighs> it, is, it is kind of fun run, watching all these stalwarts like Neil McDonald and Robert Fife just go circling the drain. There's something, there's something about it where I'm just like, wow. This industry was really fucked up. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> happy miso- misogynist of the week. Um, you know what? I had fun with that one. Oh, so did I. Because I, I was so angry. Hit a lot of points for me. I, Misogyny, media, tech-ish. Go find somebody on Instagram. They're better. And pay them on Patreon or yes, something. Yes, like yes. Throw some money at some yeah. real cartoon. Don't do it for exposure. <laughs> like, no. Mm, no. No. All right. So that does it for this week. Get social with us on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod, Facebook slash Bad and B Podcast, and email us badandbpod at gmail.com. Bye. 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 Bye.